When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, you never know what's happening in the world that's influencing our markets today. Ryan Yonkman with the Everag Group is going to be our special guest this morning. He's going to focus in specifically on Russia, the Ukraine, world population, and what's going on with dairy. So glad you're along with us. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. We're also going to be visiting with Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean and wheat specialist, you know, we saw a pretty substantial drop in the amount of winter wheat in Wisconsin, rated good to excellent. Is Dr. Conley concerned about that? What do we have to be prepared for? Boy, that wheat crop is becoming more and more valuable as the conflict in Russia and the Ukraine continues. So stand by. All that's coming up. Weather-wise, not a very impressive Thursday on the way, I'm afraid. Today's daytime highs, no better than 41 degrees, and we've got a 50% chance of rain and and snow showers pretty much throughout the day. We'll drop down to freezing and 32 degrees tonight. For tomorrow, morning snow showers are about 40% possible. 38 are expected high on Friday. Saturday, a little sunshine in the forecast in 45. Sunday, cloudy but 54. Monday, more rain in the forecast, but we are up to 60 degrees. Stumach Rag Meteorologist up in 15 minutes. Steffes Group is conducting the Doug and Amanda Wallerman Retirement Cattle Auction in Norwalk, Wisconsin. This live on-site auction is Friday, April 8th. Bidding opens at 10 a.m. Approximately 450 head of Holstein dairy cattle with an average daily weight of 851 pounds to be sold. 400-plus head of milking and dry. Go to steffesgroup.com right now for photos and complete descriptions for the Doug and Amanda Wallerman Retirement Cattle Auction Friday, April 8th. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Wisconsin Farm Bureau helps our organization advocate for agriculture by putting us at the table with the right individuals. I've heard a lot of times that if you're not at the table, you're on the menu when it comes to ag policy. We need people to help us make the right connections, get in front of the right people and policymakers that are affecting decisions that impact agriculture. WFBF.com. You should look them up. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. One of the biggest events of the year at the Alliant Energy Center is uh, upon us. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And uh, Pam, it's time to cowgirl up. Yeah, 
Finally, after a two-year hiatus, it's time for all the cowboys and cowgirls or those wannabe cowboys and cowgirls to come to town. The Midwest Horse Fair is on the way, and it is April 22nd through the 24th at the Alliant Energy Center. And, you know, although now it seems like a sure thing, even as early as January, that was not necessarily the case. Of course, if you're at the Alliant Energy Center, you're in Dane County, and Dane County has been very, very strict with regard to how many people can gather together and some of the COVID protocols that have been in place. Well, those are all gone. I talked about it with Megan Henneshunk. She's the general manager of the Midwest Horse Fair and one happy person when it comes to those COVID protocols being released and her getting ready for a 2022 show. She says, really, for anybody that thought they weren't willing to have a show, that's not the case. It was all about the facilities. Correct. We have um, been going for 40 years and we've never had a cancellation prior to 2020. Um, And if there was any way around it, we would have. But without a facility um, and a very particular facility that we need to run a show of this size where there are vendors and arenas and horse stalls and um, just so many elements um, without that facility, there was no way to have the event. Right. So now, uh, as it stands, basically the restrictions are off at the Lion Energy Center grounds. This show is going to go full on forward April 22nd through the 24th. And that is reflected in our ticket sales. You said uh, there was initial excitement because the show was coming back. Then everybody got cold feet not knowing where Dane County stands. Ticket sales back on for especially your rodeo, huh? Yeah, we're seeing great results now um, after restrictions were lifted and things. I think people are getting that confidence that, you know, events are coming back and we're going to be here um, and they're excited about it we can see that reflected in our ticket sales both rodeo and our general admission yep now do you advise general admission that we do plan in advance buy those tickets online the rodeo has limited availability so i certainly understand that for first time people that maybe have forgotten or just decide that they want to try it for the first time coach them up a little bit megan on what they might want to think about doing online now Sure, you can absolutely buy at the gate if you choose to wait, Um, but there is a savings. If you buy in advance for the general admission, you can save $5 on a one-day or $10 for a three-day pass. Um, So definitely worth considering. And for the rodeo, correct, they're limited seating. Um, It's about 8,000 seats per night. We're well over half sold out on both nights. Um, So to people's advantage to consider buying in advance there. Ticketmaster.com um, will get you where you need to be. All right. And don't forget their website, MidwestHorseFair.com. We'll give you a complete rundown on the day-to-day agendas that you'll be looking for. Again, the dates, April 22nd through the 24th. Let's talk about some of the newer, well, newer features or revisited features that are going to be highlights for the big event 2022. This one always catches a lot of folks' attention regardless of age. The Briar Horses. Collectible items that many people may still have on a shelf in a box or might have played with as kids the real life examples of those briar horses making an appearance at the midwest horse fair yes we have four celebrity horses two of which are commemorated um, as briar horses Um, one is a um, american paint horse his name is king crash wimpy and he was a trick riding horse for the dixie stampede in um, tennessee for seven years and now with his owner kelsey gascon um, they travel the united states doing trick riding at various road which they'll be featured at ours as well. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also a very distinct 
parade horse. Um, he's a saddlebred. Mm-hmm. His name's Paddington's Mark of Distinction. He was commemorated as a briar horse back in 2014, I believe, 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, just a beautiful, showy horse. Oh, man. Yes. If you read the biography on that one, that one, for me, not knowing much, if anything, about horses, that one really sticks out as a showboat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. He knows he knows his job. Yep, exactly. Well. Tell us about the other two celebrity horses that are going to be there. Right, we have Derek Bromack N, who was featured in a children's um, novel, and um, he was actually born in New Zealand and um, grew up as a as a harness racing horse. Um, is now retired, um, but has a very very unique history. Part of what is documented in his book. Um, and then the fourth horse is Smokey the Wild, and he has a very, very neat story um, owned um, at the time by Felipe Massetti. He was rode from Fairbanks, Alaska, all the way to Calgary, Alberta. Um, it's a trek that's over 3,500 kilometers. <laughs> it's quite quite the journey. Um, and he now actually resides um, with a woman named Margot um, with Saddle Up. Um, clothing company, but um, both Felipe and the horse um, Smokey will oh, be yeah. at the Midwest Horse Fair. Cool stories. You know, these are the kinds of things where you bring your your kids, your grandkids, nieces and nephews, and just the stories about what these horses accomplished or how they're, as you said, uh, kind of dedicated in uh, certain toy fashion. Pretty cool. I, I just think that's a really nice element that the Midwest Horse Fair brings to you. If you're just joining us, Megan Henneshuk is uh, in studio with us, the general manager of the show. What else is kind of new or... Uh, revitalized for this year's show. Megan, I saw something about uh, those hard-working hands that we depend on to get chores done and get everybody taken care of. They might get uh, a little nod and uh, and some special time, too, huh? Right. We wouldn't be the Midwest Horse Fair without featuring our cowboys and cowgirls. And this year, um, that will take place at the Top Hand Showdown. That's on Sunday the 24th in the Coliseum. There'll be the top 10 riders, the finalists, that... Um, made it to this competition, uh, five men and five women, they're competing for this title. They're going to be um, competing in steer stopping, healing, breakaway roping, pole bending, and barrel racing. So very versatile riders, very talented, very fast-paced, um, fun, fun, fun to watch. What kind of age group are we looking at for that? I think about all those things, and it would be Yankee just hang on. Yankee would get be happy to get a participation ribbon for not falling off. What's the age group uh, that you're targeting with this one? Yeah. I, there's quite a range, actually. Um, we've got a number of competitors who compete in high school rodeo. Um, so we've got some some young bucks in there, as well as some some seasoned yeah. seasoned veterans. So you'll see you'll see a little bit of everything. And now that is again, is that a ticketed event, or is that something that's included with my general admission? Included with general admission. There. See, that's why the Midwest Horse Fair sets itself up as a really great family event. There's something that appeals to all types of demographics, knowledge level, regardless of how much you know about horses or the equine industry, and clinicians for those folks that are looking at improving their horsemanship or maybe uh, getting some questions answered. You guys always bring in some fantastic clinicians, too. Yes, we always we always um, want to be that place where you can come and spend a whole day and really get your, get your money's worth out of that general admission ticket. So um, clinicians are another way to do that. 
and we have some really great names. We always do. Um, two from RFD TV um, specials, including Chris Cox and Julie Goodnight. Um, we also have nationally recognized barrel racer Dina Kirkpatrick, um, U.S. Dressage Federation Hall of Famer Ann Gribbins, um, and another top name would be the um, U.S. Pan American team rider Todd Minicus yeah. in jumping. That really, and like you said, every style of riding that you might be interested in is trying to be addressed. You mentioned about how you want it to be a good family value uh, Remind people about some of the things they might overlook. I mean, I, I think about the vendors that you bring together in one spot and the sense of family that I get when you walk through the barns, when you're even out by the trailers or something like that. You guys have a really unique atmosphere for people that are trying to get into the industry or for those folks that want to rekindle memories. Yeah, and we're, you know, we're a horse fair, but we're really a lot about people and a lot about connections. Um, and I think that's what's so special is there's um, so many stories you can hear, so many experiences, um, and so many people to learn from, how to get involved, um, what to do when you get involved, um, and just uh, fine-tune, if you're already involved, fine-tune all those areas. Um, so that's that's always been my favorite part of fair, and, and a part we focus really hard is... Uh, on is making that experience where people can make all those connections on all the different levels, whether you're um, just getting started or just curious about horses, or if you've been in the industry for a long time um, and you want to get, you know, that fine tuned knowledge. And just make friendships, you know, and they, the old phrase that they always use, it's not a horse show, it's a horse fair. And that truly is what it's all about. Family-focused, educational entertainment, uh, eye-popping uh, things that happen in the rodeo, as well as this uh, uh, riding hand uh, opportunity. Find it all online, MidwestHorseFair.com. Remember, it's April 22nd through the 24th. Tickets available online at Ticketmaster, and you can find links through midwesthorsefair.com after a two-year hiatus we're so happy to have it back at the Align Energy Center grounds in Madison again April 22nd through the 24th Megan Hanashunk in studio with us general manager of the Midwest Horse Fair from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison I'm farm director Pam Yonke this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke At Tom's Auto Center, we like to say we're the getter fixed, getter done to get you going, guys. Because we're one of the largest independent auto shops in the area. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. With 12 bays and a lively group of highly skilled mechanics, we're able to do just that. Tom'sAutoCenter.com. Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter fixed, getter done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Hi, my name is Takia, and a little thing that I love about the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich is when I take a bite, it's the perfect blend from the bacon to the cheese. It's perfection. Hey, I'm Katora, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is it kind of melts in your mouth, so you know it's creamy, cheesy, and delicious. This gooey mac makes me cheese every time. <laughs> Order dinner delivered on the Chick-fil-A app today. Delivery fee and other restrictions apply. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Let's ride bikes. 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 Having your bicycle serviced at the shop is a real hassle. I'm Andy Q, owner of the Bike Mobile. For the past 25 years, I've watched people wrestle with their bikes in shop parking lots. I knew there had to be an easier way, so I started the Bike Mobile. 
The Bike Mobile is a mobile bicycle repair van that comes to you at home or at work. Book your appointment today at thebikemobile.com and let's ride bikes. Love the look by creating your floors with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All righty, time to talk weather on a Thursday morning that's starting off not only a little on the damp side, but a little on the cool side. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live this morning, so let's talk about it. I mean, this is going to be another one of those wipe-it-away kind of Thursdays for Wisconsin, isn't it? Yeah, going to keep that uh, light precipitation around, and the temperatures are a little cool. I had to look, though, Pam, you know, really pretty close to normal. Low and mid-30s normal, 33 to 35. Those are normal nighttime lows. We're a degree or two above that here and there this morning. That's about all there is to say. The big concern, I had my first question, will the weather hold for the Brewer game in Chicago today? It could still sprinkle even there like it could almost anywhere in Wisconsin. Yesterday, I said that low was in north-central Minnesota. Today, it's in uh, north-central Wisconsin up on the UP border. And the circulation around that system will mean some occasional light rain and or snow. And that chance lingers even on into Friday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Steffa's group is conducting the Doug and Amanda Wallerman Retirement Equipment Auction in Norwalk, Wisconsin. This timed online auction closes Wednesday, April 13th at 1 p.m. Featuring several tractors, skid steer loaders, and various other pieces of farm equipment too numerous to mention. Go to steffasgroup.com right now for photos and complete equipment descriptions. For the Doug and Amanda Wallerman Retirement Auction closing Wednesday, April 13th. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Soil health. It's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg. Better farming through better soil. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Alrighty, Stu, let's have that forecast. All right, cloudy sky is still a bit breezy today. A little mix of rain and snow. More likely some rain showers during the day. Low 40s for highs. West winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25. Cloudy skies, that rain-snow mix becomes a little snow in the night. A little slushy dusting could pop up, especially Mauston and La Crosse. Temps down around freezing. Northwest winds 5 to 15. Mostly cloudy Friday. Rain-snow early, some rain a bit later in the day. And cool upper 30s. North winds at 5 to 15. 
Activity should end from west to east by late Friday to early Saturday. Some sunshine back Saturday, low and mid-40s. I'd say low and mid-50s with some sunshine Sunday, Pam. But a little rain tries to edge in again by Sunday night and Monday. Good news is it looks like it does warm up a little bit front part of next week, huh? Yeah, we get those temps back up in the upper 40s and low 50s, and there may even be a 60 here by midweek. Okay. I'm going to tie a knot and hang on for that. Catch up with you tomorrow, buddy. All right. See ya. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist with the weather details that you're looking for. Speaking of details, more details with Ryan Yonkman from Everag. He's joining us live this morning to get you ahead on what the markets are talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The Young Farmer and Agriculturist Program is for our younger Farm Bureau members up to 35 years of age, and that is where a lot of our contests take place, which was something that I had the opportunity to do through the discussion meet, as well as achievement. It's a program you should really look into. WFBF.com. It opened up opportunities for me. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Gear up for spring and finally get started on those projects you've been thinking about tackling all winter. Plains Farm and Fleet has all the supplies you'll need to kick spring off right. Like a DeWalt 6-gallon poly wet-dry vac priced at $89.99. Pick up a 100-gallon L-shaped liquid transfer tank on sale $399.99. Save on a Milwaukee M12 cordless lithium-ion grease gun kit. It's $209.99. Stay safe on the job with 3M Digital Work Tunes Hearing Protection with AM FM Stereo Radio, just $46.99. Plus, while you're shopping, check out these other great deals. Taste of the Wild Grain-Free and Ancient Grain 28-pound bags of dog food, now $3 off. Men's and Women's Carhartt Workwear Pocket T-Shirts are two for $25. Big and Tall Pocket Tees, two for $29. And visit us at the Midwest Horse Fair in Madison, Wisconsin, April 22nd through 24th. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers would like to prevent you from becoming a fraud victim. On February 28th, a citizen reported that they were contacted by someone claiming to be a federal agent. The fraudster told the citizen that their bank accounts had been compromised and convinced them to purchase thousands of dollars of gift cards from which the balances were quickly drained. They even sent the victim images of their fake credentials. Similar scams are perpetrated on a daily basis across the country. To protect yourself, Confirm the identity of the person you are communicating with by independently contacting the agency or business. Do not be afraid of offending the scammer. Gift cards are never a legitimate way to resolve outstanding fees or fines with any government agency. Never send money to anyone in order to claim a lottery or other prize. If you have any information regarding these types of incidents, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608 266 6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. So you've bought that new house or condo and everything fits just perfect with your style except for that outdated bathroom. This private yet relaxing room could be updated with today's spa-like features from Actuate Improvement. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions actuatellc.com design create actuate you no longer have to hide your hands your hands have been taking care of everyone else isn't it time that you take care of your hands 
A Skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. Skin type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler like Restylane Lift is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Can you tell the fine folks what all transpired when, when this, I guess, not your question, but your tweet came out? What was it about Graham Mertz and what Caleb Williams? Can you tell the folks what happened? Do, do you know who Caleb Williams is? You heard of Caleb Williams? Uh, he's a guy that I desperately did not want for the Badgers. No. I said, good luck. No. We don't need you. I, we got Graham no. Mertz. We don't need you. You're, you're riding with Graham Mertz 24-7. Yeah, so <laughs> we got to talk to Graham Mertz for the first time since the bowl game uh, on uh, on Monday. And Jesse Temple, uh, about three minutes into the interview, was like, uh, you know, let's just get this question out of the way. Uh, you know, the whole Caleb Williams situation, what do you think about it and all that type of stuff? And were you were you taking were you, were you upset or whatever? And, and he said, it's the coach. It's kind of what we all said at the time. It's the coach's job to find the best player. And he and Graham added that, what am I going to say? Oh, I deserve this? I don't deserve anything. I, I, uh, I have to prove every day that it's my job and that's what I'm going to do. So, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the exact answer you'd want if you were a fan. Like, yeah. people people love that. I think it's just they'd love if uh, his play on the field matched his maturity and his um, – He's really good on the podium. You know, him owning, him owning his mistakes and, like, owning, like, that he's given nothing. And you just hope, I think, if you're a Wisconsin fan, that it, it carries over to more consistent play on the field. And speaking of that play in the field, um, I know what Paul Chris, when spring ball first started, they said they wanted to really limit turnovers. What, Grammar's 11 turnover, 11 interceptions, I should say, yeah. last year. Yeah. And that was, wasn't Chris saying that like the first day of spring ball, like we need to really focus on this. And he kind of pointed yep. to Graham Mertz, correct? Yep. He pointed to Graham Mertz. I mean, he, he pointed at Chase Wolf too, because Chase Wolf was, Oof. Um, Oof. wasn't good with the ball. Uh, you usually want your backup to be, you know, just kind of like a game ma- game manager and uh, not make mistakes and that type of stuff. And, and that's not what Chase Wolf really gave them last year or the year before. But 
So, but for the most part, we've, we've seen now five, like we've seen four practices now. And the first interception in team drills came yesterday. And it was Chase Wolf throwing an interception way down the field. So Graham has done a better job with the ball in terms of not forcing it into places where it shouldn't be. And so I guess that is a, a good step in the right direction. That's good. And behind him, obviously, uh, so Chase Wolf with the interception. And then what about, and we were kind of talking about this in the office the other day, what about, um, what is it, Deacon Hill? Yeah, so here's the thing. Deacon Hill has the biggest, like one of the biggest arms like I've seen from Wisconsin quarterback. The, the ball just jumps out of his hands. He had a couple absolute lasers, lasers, lasers. Uh, yesterday and uh, put them right on where they needed to be. Unfortunately, it doesn't always happen that way. Um, he, his accuracy is a little here and there and um, not always going with the ball where it's supposed to be. That's a, that's a young quarterback going through, sure. you know, spring ball. So, uh, for the first time. So I, I don't put a, a ton on there. He's got a huge arm, uh, but he's got a, a, a ways to develop. Uh, I, I wasn't, I was going to say grow, but um, yeah, develop, I think is probably a better word for him. Well, that type of arm gets you to this level. Kind of like when you're looking at quarterbacks coming out in the draft, Josh Allen was seen as a kid with a huge arm. And that's why he was so highly touted coming out of uh Wyoming but you got to yeah. obviously you got to build on top of that and accuracy goes about, a long way yeah you th- the thing about Josh Allen is like he was not a overly accurate quarterback in college and people thought he was never going to work and yet his p- completion percentage has continued to jump year by year in the NFL and it's it's much it's actually I think better than it ever was in college if I remember correctly I don't think he, I think he was like a 60 percent right around 60% for much of his uh, college career. And, and people really took issue with that, but he's been able to, he's obviously got a ton of athleticism plus the ability. He's, he's grown as a quarterback to the point where he is accurate. So, um, okay. Deacon, Deacon, Deacon obviously has a, a ways to go to is Deacon Hills yeah. comp, Josh Allen. No, <laughs> I was say, let's have him start. <laughs> right. If his, if his comp was Josh Allen, there'd be a quarterback competition currently. <laughs> yes. And there's not. So yeah, it's Graham merged by a landslide, right? Correct. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, again, these guys have, like Deacon Hill has shown like flashes, but again, it, Graham Mertz is the starting quarterback. And I, it's really hard to see that changing. I think if, if I had to throw a comp on an NFL quarterback that Deacon Hill would be right now, he'd be a heavier Jacob Eason. I don't remember Jacob Eason as big, a big arm. I mean, He's like six six. He was at Georgia, right? Or and then he went to and then he went to Washington. He bounced around. What would be Green yeah. Mertz's comp? Think about that one for a second, Rowdy. Yeah, always the wheels are turning. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Another dreary day on the way. I'm afraid 50% chance of rain and snow showers today. 41 are expected high. Ryan Yonkman with Everag is joining us this morning as our special guest. He'll step to the microphone before we wrap it up and focus in on all things dairy. I'm Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us. So today is the seventh day of April. On this day in 1846, the very first Town meetings were held in Ozaki County. They used an identical agenda in the newly established townships of Port Washington, Grafton, and Mequon in Washington County. That happened on this day, 1846. On this day in in 1970, the Milwaukee Brewers played their very first game. More than 37,000 fans in the stands 
they lost. On this day in 1948, the World Health Organization was established. And happy birthday to director Francis Ford Coppola. He's 83. Jackie Chan is 68. And actor Russell Crowe is 58. And now you know. You know, I was kind of paying attention to our crop progress report that came out earlier this week. Granted, it didn't really have a lot of substance to it, but one item that caught my attention was the fact that 61% of Wisconsin's winter wheat crop is rated good to excellent versus 77% good to excellent in November. Something we should worry about? I talked about that with Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean and Wheat Specialist. Sean, are you worried about those ratings? No, not at all, Pam, you know, because we went out and looked at our plots of the last week. And again, I think if you just did a drive-by, you would probably get that low rating. But if you actually went out into the fields and dug through those brown tips and got down into the crown, all the crowns are, are green. And we we work with some real um, susceptible germplasm from all across the country. And all of that made it through the winter just fine. So I think it's the drive-by ratings that we're seeing, Pam, and not necessarily what's going on out in that field. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how we move forward in evaluating our wheat stands. Where do I look? What weather-wise or, you know, element-wise do we need to really jumpstart this wheat, Sean? Yeah, we're actually, you know, a little bit behind the eight ball in terms of how cold we've been and the lack of sunshine over the last month. Because typically our wheat would have greened up by now. We would have, um, you know, most of the farmers would have already had their applications of nitrogen across at the green up timing uh, probably in the last two weeks but you know the weather really hasn't been conducive for that so today we have some sunshine and the you know the forecast looks a little wet and dreary for you know the upcoming week but as soon as we get a little bit of nitrogen out there and get some sunshine that week will perk perk up just fine and we'll be ready to rock and roll now uh, are we going to be able to evaluate much as far as the volume of wheat will produce, Sean? I mean, right now with this Ukraine-Russian situation, everybody's a little on edge on overall supplies. So walk me through my expectations on uh, this wheat plant as we kind of go through the month of April into May. Yeah, typically what we do is we, you know, ask growers to go out and do a like a stand assessment at GreenUp, uh, which should be in the next 10 days. And we typically ask growers to tear it up when we're at that 12 to 15 plants per square foot threshold. So less than that is when we ask farmers to tear it up, mainly because we're looking at um, a challenge with um, controlling weeds as well as a reduced yield. However, given the you know the wheat price being what it is, you know farmers may want to reconsider that uh, that time frame because even at a 20% or a 30% yield hit, as long as we can keep the weeds under control, I think the, the low cost or input costs associated with weeds will still make it a profitable crop. And given the lack of wheat we have and the straw price being strong as well, I think farmers should really think twice before they decide to uh, tear that stand up and move into a different crop. And usually that would be corn or soybean. All righty, Dr. Sean Conley, our University Extension Soybean and Wheat Specialist, saying tap the brakes before you really make any hard decisions about that winter wheat field. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit more sunshine and heat around to get that plant to perk up. Markets this morning, they need to perk up. I've got details next. 
Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> Uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn, we can put it on the ground, we can put it on a hill. <laughs> so we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Steffa's Group is conducting the Doug and Amanda Wallerman Retirement Forage Auction in Norwalk, Wisconsin. This timed online auction closes Wednesday, April 13th at 2 p.m. Featuring lots of corn silage, alfalfa haylage, and round bales of grass mix hay, sorghum baleage, wheat straw, and corn stalks. Go to stephasgroup.com right now for photos and complete forage descriptions. For the Doug and Amanda Wallerman Retirement Auction closing Wednesday, April 13th. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Wall Street is in red ink, as are many of our commodities this morning. They're taking a closer look at the Federal Reserve's meeting minutes where they basically said that they are determined to rein in inflation and they're just hoping it's going to be a soft landing. So even Wall Street, Dow Jones Industrial Average, is in red ink this morning. Our May corn is down two. December new crop down two and a half right now at 702. May soybeans are up four and a half. November beans up seven right now, 1451. May wheat's a nickel lower at 1033. July new crop down four. 1037. Barrel cheese yesterday in Chicago was up four cents at 230. 40-pound block cheese gained four and three-quarter cents to 231. The double-A butter on Wednesday up three-quarters of a cent at 274 and three-quarters per pound. Now the May milk is down two at 24.83 a hundredweight. June milk's unchanged 24.82 a hundredweight. Hey, don't forget, although we are still celebrating some of the fun we had on our Hawaii farm tour, we are also getting ready for another adventure this September to Scotland and Northern Ireland. September 13th through the 23rd, we've already got 30 people signed up for this trip. It is going to be a dandy. I myself have never been to either Scotland or Northern Ireland, so this is going to be new for me. If you would like to earn yourself a $100 travel voucher, pretty simple to do. All you need to do is go to HolidayVacations.com and search for my Scotland and Northern Ireland trip and watch a simple presentation video. When you complete that video, you will receive your $100 voucher. I'm also going to be hosting a free travel show where you can earn that voucher on April 21st at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. If you've got more questions, you can call the folks at Holiday Vacations today. That number, 
888-554-5208. Ryan Yonkman with Everag joins us live next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Gear up for spring with a little help from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have everything you need to keep your animals healthy, like 50-pound bags of AgriMaster Chick Starter Grower Feed, now $2 off. 50-pound bags of AgriMaster Layer 16% Crumbles Poultry Feed and Meat Producer Poultry Feed, also $2 off. Give your goats the nutrition they need with an 18-pound pail of Prairie Pride Goat Protein. It's packed full of vitamins and minerals to help your goats feel their best. On sale, $16.99. Pick up a 7.5-pound pail of Farnham Weight Builder Booster or an 11-pound pail of Horseshoe Secret Horse Supplement. Now $5 off. Start your calves off right with 2220 Medicated Super Supreme Milk Replacer from Agrimaster. A 50-pound bag now $5 off. Plus, while you're shopping, check out this great deal. Taste of the Wild Grain-Free and Ancient Grain 28-pound bags of dog food now $3 off. And visit us at the Midwest Horse Fair in Madison, Wisconsin, April 22nd through 24th. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. When remodeling your home, you don't want some silly goose in charge of your plans. Meet Adam of AF Construction. He grew up in a Wisconsin family of skilled craftsmen working side by side with the best. Hundreds of happy homes endorses detailed attention to distinctive projects. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. Here we use a lot of F words, food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yes, indeed you do. It is a Thursday morning, and coming up in just a moment, we are going to catch up with our friend Ryan Yonkman. He is one of the broker analysts that's part of EverAg. We are going to be talking about what's going on as far as the cheese market is concerned. A lot of disruption, primarily because of the problems that Ukraine and Russia are having. We'll be getting to that uh, coming up in just a moment. Stick around. Ryan Yonkman is next. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you're shopping around for a pre-owned vehicle... Heavens to Betsy, if everything can't go wrong all at once, let's see if we can... Pick up the pieces and start all over again. Uh, our friend Ryan Yonkman, he is uh, one of the broker analysts with Everag stepping in this morning. Morning, Ryan. Thanks for checking in. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with that cheese market to get us started, okay? Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me back. Uh, yeah, start with cheese. Why not? We uh, did something pretty special yesterday in regards to our U.S. spot market. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about needing to go fill this technical gap at 2.30. And when I say talk about this gap, I feel like we've been talking about it for a year. Uh, yesterday was the day we finally did it. U.S. cheese managed to go up and touch and trade through $2.30 a pound, um, which technically looks good on a chart, but also, uh, you know, it's happening on the backside of the U.S. still running a very, very strong discount to international prices. Uh, we had a global dairy trade this week. Uh, although not significantly strong for powders by any means, actually a little weaker there. Um, and cheese, usually a lesser player. Nonetheless, their cheese market did continue to go up, uh, and we have cheese trading internationally around $3 a pound. Uh, so a ni- nice setup there for our domestic market, uh, and, and good to see when our U.S. market is kind of following suit, taking advantage of what seems to be export opportunities. Uh, running at these discount levels, we continue to hear – the demand is running really, really well here. And, and the flip side of this conversation uh, I want to jump to after talking about how good demand is, is the supply side. Um, you know, it's, it's no, really should be no secret at this point about the new cheese plants that have gone up here in the last couple of years. Uh, and we got a dairy products report two weeks ago. Um, and at first look, that market was like, whoa, uh, we were making basically records amounts of cheese all over the country. So from a, a supply perspective of cheese, right? Not milk production, but cheese, uh, we have records amounts. We have record amount in inventory. Those are numbers that would spook you uh, domestically if you look at all we have. The only thing to save a problem like that is very good demand uh, and a good price relationship between us and the world. We have that, and that continues to play out. But to us, that is one of those first red flags as dairymen we have to be careful and look at and realize you know, all the risk really here relies on demand. And if we get any issues, um, you know, for example, China backing off or who knows what the war uh, issues could continue uh, to trickle down, something we need to watch. Uh, and something we did see off the GET is China has not been a big buyer now for, uh, um, you know, over a month. Uh, sometimes there's a seasonality to their purchasing and kind of hope it's just that. Um, but some things we are starting to take note of, uh, as we are trading at, you know, record almost all-time high prices in Class 3 um, and, you know, naturally giving our dairymen a really, really nice look uh, for, for six to nine months forward right now. You know, and I love to see those trends, just like you, Ryan, but the offsetting news that I want consumers to be aware of, as those prices go up for cheese and for fluid, so do feed costs and operating costs in general for dairy farms. Yeah, and that's, you, you you go through this whole deal and you try to figure out if you're bullish or bearish or where this is going. And the cost of production side of the equation continues to lean supportive dairy prices because to your point, it hasn't stopped going up. Now, granted, if you're a dairyman and hopefully you have already, 
got a lot of your feed bought. You know, in theory, that, that might have stopped going up a while ago for you. But if we just look at spot prices for feed, uh, prices continue to go up, right? You look at feed, we can look at cost of uh, diesel fuel, you know, labor, everything. And so we kind of a rough estimate right now that if you were a dairy on the open market, you could very easily have a cost of production at $21 using old crop feed. If you get into the new crop market, you know, say October on out of next year, it's easy to understand where some dairies could have cost of production over $22. Again, it's taking into account somebody wide open, but if you put that out there, that that that's supportive dairy in regards that we are not gonna make likely a ton of milk even if we're making money at cost that high. Yeah, that, that really is the deal. And this is not, people also have to understand, when things like this start showing trends in dairy, we're not going to change this real, real fast. I mean, uh, we're not going to see new dairies come online, uh, and it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of more cows coming online, huh? Yeah, it's, you know, there are so many constraints in making a lot of new milk in the U.S. right now. You know, certainly feed costs, cost of production are one. Uh, probably an even bigger one is, you know, processing constraints. We've talked about this, you know, probably for a year now. It seems like there just are no new plants that have been built or getting built. And we have base programs all over the place in the U.S., something very new. Um, so, so you, you know, infrastructure costs through the roof. So you have all these things. And then and then replacement herd, that's as small as, we've had in a very, very long time. Uh, so yes, all of those things weigh on, hey, even if you wanted to, I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to go plop up a bunch of five or 10,000 cow dairies uh, all over the place. Just doesn't seem possible. So I think the growth you're going to see, because we're going to grow. Um, I think anyone who looks at this and say milk production is not going to start coming back. I think it's um, a fool's errand there. We will make more milk at these prices, but it it's hard to see how it can turn on really, really fast. Yeah. You know, smaller sites getting filled up, uh, rations getting tweaked, you know, barns getting, you know, moving dry cows off site or whatever. So you can run through, like those types of things are going to happen everywhere, I think. Uh, but to your point, it's hard to see where a lot of new capacity comes on in any quick way. Ryan Yankman along with us live this morning from the Everag Group. Ryan, thanks a bunch for making the extra effort to get through to the studio. I appreciate it. Oh, very good. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Ryan Yankman along with us, one of the good folks from Everag. And remember, if you want to get in touch with him or any of the other dairy analysts that are on staff, real simple, ever.ag will give you all the contact information that you need. And you may see some of these folks. I know Mike North uh, with Everag was one of the guest speakers yesterday at the Wisconsin Bankers Association Conference in Wisconsin Dells, so you may bump into them. Thanks again for joining us, everybody.